Hey y'all, thank you for joining me for the Let's Be Real podcast. Today we're in for a special treat. We're going to revisit a previously aired episode and it just happens to be our number one top played episode um, so far. And that is a conversation that we that I recorded with my mom back last summer uh, of 2020. So I hope that you will stay tuned uh, for the next 20 or so minutes and enjoy this conversation about motherhood that I had with my mom. And I hope that you will join me again next week for the Let's Be Real podcast, where we'll have another episode, hopefully another real conversation with some folks who are very important to me in my life. So we'll see you back right here then. Hello, my name is Adele Forrester Andrews. All right, and tell me a little bit about who you are and how long have you known me, first of all? All right, Carmen is my youngest daughter, so it's been 40, look, look, 40 plus years that I've known this little girl, that so she's a grown woman now. All right, well, we've got some questions. We want to talk to you guys and encourage. I want to pick Mama's brain a little bit um, about the topic of motherhood. So let's let's go with the describe motherhood for me. What do you, what is it to you? Motherhood is being blessed by God with the care of raising the children that He had, He gives us, raising them to when the time comes, each child will be able to go out and face the world by themselves. Okay, what motherhood victories can you tell me about? Each, each of my daughters has been able to make her way into the world. After college, they made their choices of, uh, well, especially colleges, what jobs they wanted to pursue, and now they have their families. And to me, that's a, that's a plus for me. <laughs> how, many, how many children do you have? I have four daughters. Okay. What was that like having raising four girls? Uh, it was. Uh, I'm going off the script a little bit. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> it was um, happy times. Uh, some uh, words almost aggravating times. <laughs> Mostly, though, it was a. I say it was a plus. Uh, we didn't have to worry about clothes because uh, we had hand-me-downs going from each girl until they got to Carmen. And, and there's then holes they in them. Huh? holes and stains. The holes and stains. <laughs> so Carmen, being the youngest, fortunately got new clothes out of the deal. So. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay me. Yes. Um, what about some motherhood fails? Because I, I was on the other end of that, so I didn't really see. Like, I know what fails I have as a mother, what things I I'm feel like I I'm not sure if I, I would say I failed at motherhood. I did fail at times when my girls were younger that I did not have a lot of patience. And I've told them that, that I was sorry that I did not have more patience with them. But I let other things going on in our lives influenced me that that sometimes those other problems would take over my my uh, brain and I was concentrating more on those problems than I were that what my daughter's needs were mm-hmm. but it seems like we've all we all survived well, those and I times. think that's a common problem that yes. that all mothers kind of deal with yes. is 
yes. not having enough patience and letting all the stresses get get the best well, of you. They they probably got a few more spankings or pops from from me uh, by my lack of patience with them. So, well, one thing I can remember as a child. Um, and you and Daddy were both pretty good about that. Is once you disciplined us, you'd always come back and so apologize sorry. or yes. explain why we were being disciplined, and that yes. always made an impression. Wow. Sometimes I was like, "What are you? Why are you apologizing to me?" <laughs> um, but but yeah, it, it really stuck with me yeah. that that was that was something you were uh, humbling yourself. Yes. Um, what do you attribute your success in motherhood to? Is there certain people or certain aspects of your life that you attribute success to? Uh, well, first, the Lord's leading in everything that was foremost in their minds. Uh, my girls, thankfully, had the influence of their grandmothers on their lives, which I sometimes let let them influence my daughters because I was back at work full time and my mother and mother-in-law were my babysitters so uh they were they were with them more than i was during the day and and i think my girls gleaned a lot from being around their uh, grandmothers and learned and, and learned a lot mm-hmm. from them sure all right um is there any part of motherhood you would go back and redo uh just that the like we talked about not having a lot of patience with them. Um, but one thing I would do, and, and I don't know whether it, it, they have come forth in their Christian walk, is I did not, as a one-on-one and as a family, uh, devote a lot of time like devotions and reading the Bible. I kind of let the ladies at church do that for me and and now I would, which they had some good teachers along the way, which helped them in the, in helping them, all my girls now in their Christian walk. But I count that as a failure on my part that I did not do more in, at home. I tended to be more of the, the caregiver and the clothes washer for them rather than being more of a, a Christian, setting a Christian example of the calling upon the Lord, uh, let them hear me call upon the Lord and reading the Bible. All right. What advice would you give to mothers in the throes of raising children right now? So like for your daughters, for us, who we have, you know, our children range from eight to 21, you know, what, and then, you know, to the young mothers that are out there listening right now, what would you I would say, mothers, you only have your children for a short time. One of my brothers told me (laughs) when when my oldest was just a newborn, he said, you think they're trouble now, but wait until they get to be teenagers. So that that put a little something in. I said, what? But anyway, um, you only have your children for a short time. God has given them to you so that you can guide them and navigate them uh, and help them prepare for what they will be facing in their later years. Uh, one, a Bible verse says, bring your children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and when they are old, they will not depart from them. And I have seen that with my daughters. 
they are they are list they have heard growing up what God expected of them and they are doing that. Uh, I would say give your advice when asked. <laughs> uh, I have done I've done that. I, my mother's favorite expressions were it's none of my business but <laughs> and another one was you do what you want to do but <laughs> I have used those two on occasion, those two phrases on occasion but only when asked do I give my advice but it mostly when it comes to to my grandchildren and I think I can put my two cents worth in when it comes to my grandchildren's so um what that leads me to a question we don't we didn't go over or we didn't plan for but uh just off the cuff you were your mothering hasn't stopped just because myself and my right. sisters have right. moved out of the house. So yes. what, how are you mothering now? Like, how do you feel like you're still fulfilling that calling in your life now with your adult daughters <laughs> and sons and, and, and sons, sons in, in love. love. Sons so, in I mean, love. That's, you what, that's what I call them. I think I'm, I let them know that I'm there for them. Some, some don't come to me on a regular basis but they know if I'm if they need my input on something or my advice that I will give it and um which would I don't um now my sons in love they're a whole different story <laughs> uh, but uh but I do love them and they are part of our family and God put them where they are be husbands to my daughters first of all and now they're fathers to my grandchildren so and they're all doing splendidly in that area mm-hmm. um, but I still like to I'm thankful I can go travel and go to my different daughters and spend time with my daughters and my grandchildren so with um, God has blessed me in that in that area that I am still able to put myself in their houses, so to speak, that if I'm needed and they need me, I'm there. Well, that's true because our, we look forward to your visits. Yes. And when that, they don't work out, right. like a couple of weeks ago, you were yeah. supposed to come and it didn't work right. out. We were all very disappointed and, yes. and you were able to come this week and, right. and we've enjoyed you. And, yes. Um, the kids seem to be on their best behavior when you're, when you're here. <laughs> so we all, appreciate yeah. that. Well, y'all did that too. When you when you're around other people, you acted better than with me sometimes. So, um, and I know for me, when I call, I can call you. Yes. Not necessarily to get an objective point of view, right. but to be your, be a sounding board. Sound board so yes. I know that yes. that you're not directly connected with mm-hmm. situations that I'm in, but right. that you love me and you're yes. going to give me some good advice. Yes, and, for sure. Or you're just going to listen to me whine about whatever situation <laughs> I'm in. So I, that that's part of your mothering yes. now. Um, yes. And even even now as I'm in, in as I'm 40 years old. Um, how have you seen God work in the different seasons of your life? Well, first of all, God worked in my life when my first job came, my first real job came about, that at the place I was working, I met my future husband there. And that led to 
a courtship. That's an old-fashioned word, by the way. <laughs> uh, and then marriage. Um, through my girls growing up, God was with me. When my husband passed away, and Carmen has talked about this on her fatherhood uh, podcast, if you all heard that, God was with me. It took me a while to adjust to that situation with that being without my husband, because suddenly I had to be a father and a mother and a father to my four girls. But uh, we made it through with God's help. And uh, I had a favorite, still my favorite, one of my favorite verses is Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I have seen that. Uh, I felt his arms around me and uh, he's held me up. Uh, He's worked, um, used me in situations I didn't want to be in the situation, but I had to be there in order for God to use my situation that I was going through to help someone else. So remember that whatever you're going through, God has his hand in it. He may be his he will use your situation and use you uh, to help someone else, whatever, whoever God puts in your path. You make the most of that situation and help them out, and God will bless you even more for helping that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You talking about that reminds me of um, several years ago, we were able to do a mission trip together, yes. which was our first, your yes. first mission trip. Right. Right. Um, we were up in uh, Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee, um, yeah. You know, yes. in the mountains, mm-hmm. very poor area. Right. We served at a um, a mission there, mm-hmm. a food mm-hmm. bank, um, all different, all different kind of aspects yes. of reaching out to that community, and uh, that was something that that we, you and I, are going to be able right. to share. We're right. going to be able to. And Shelby was with us too, yes. so that was a three generation yes. mission trip, which That's was right. very cool. Yes. Um, and to see God use you in that situation, and I've mm-hmm. I've been on the and front row seat of seeing God use you. And I think that's, um, I'm not afraid to cry on this podcast. I've done it before. Um, but God's used your, your struggles and your, your hurts. Yes. And you've allowed him to use it. Yes. Yes. To help other people. Yes. Um, and I've been able to see that and it's been an example to me that, that the things that I've gone through, or would be in vain if I didn't let them, let God use them to help somebody else get through the same type of situation. Whether it's a a fellow widow, I've seen Mm -hmm. you sit and hold hands with a woman that just lost her husband. And that comfort that you get to bring to people um, because they know you've been there and they know that you understand what they're going through and their feelings. Mm And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's so important. And yes. I appreciate that you do that yes. and that you're an example to me for, for that as well. Let's see. Uh, you talked about your scripture. Well, and it takes a lot of strength to be a mother. Yes, it does. It takes a physical strength. 
It takes mental strength and spiritual mm -hmm. strength. I was fortunate in that my daughters never gave me any problems, like some mothers and fathers have to go through with their children. Um, maybe living out in the country when they were growing up, they were not exposed to a lot, but still they didn't, they, I don't think they had any desire to rebel because of their growing up situation, but they uh, stuck to it and have come through with flying colors. So you, you're a grandmother. Yes. You've already, we've yes. already mentioned that. Yes. So tell me about, um, or tell us about your grandkids. How many grandkids do you have? I have, I have 10 grandchildren and two foster grandsons who I'm getting to know as I visit with Carmen and Brian. My four oldest grandchildren are young adults. Uh, I've listened to them when, believe it or not, they have some problems. And I listen to them and I try to give them advice. Sometimes they don't, they come to me. <laughs> I, they're probably their parents know about these things, but they come to me and we hash things out and I try to give them some grandmotherly advice to help them go through their problems and their situations. My youngest ones are still under the influence of their parents, but I still have those times that I can reminisce with them about what my growing up years were like and maybe they can learn something, learn something for that, those times that will stick with them throughout the rest of their lives. And one of your grandchildren, one of your grandkids is here with, with you right yes. now. So yes. besides you, Shelby's here. Hi. Now tell me, what do you call this lady right here? Mimi Dale. Mimi Dale. Mimi now, Dale. what do you like about having Mimi Dale? Because you were really disappointed when she didn't come last a couple weeks ago or last week, but now she's here. So why why is it that you look forward to her visiting us or you going to her house? Because she likes to sit with me and she talks to me and gives me good things to stay. And trips to the Dollar Tree doesn't hurt. And she la she makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> yes, I've, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen you sit by, I mean, it's cool to sit back and watch you interact with your grandkids yes. and, and really they talk to you and you listen to them yes. and it's yeah. a real relationship. It's That's not right. just go to grandma's house for Sunday lunch right. and then right. be gone. Like you really have built a bond with mm -hmm. them and each mm -hmm. of them are different. Yes. But yet yes. you love them all the same. Oh, def um, definitely. The same amount, yeah. but yet you interact with them in a way that different. they need it. There are different stages that they're in now. I have to adjust my thinking and mm -hmm. what I say for each for each grandchild right. that, that I have time to spend time with. So the oldest one's a senior? Since she will be, be a senior, senior in, college. in college. And the youngest yes. is going into third grade? Third grade, okay. yes. So we've yes. got a wide range. A wide range there. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, um, two of my grandkids live in out of state, so mm -hmm. I don't get to see them as much. But when I, and, and now with this virus, it's definitely slowed down my traveling to see them. 
Um, but I, when I'm with them, I do try to, you know, spend t time with them. Sure. It's, it's not making up for, for time we hadn't spent together. But I do try to spend time with them and and um, maybe impart some wisdom mm -hmm. along the way to them because they're all getting. I'm getting to have uh, beginning to have preteens, teens. And young adults, it's a wide range, so in each one's different, um, each situation they face is different, so I have to have to kind of get my thinking going as to how to um, how to interact with the, each one of them. Mm -hmm. so well, and we appreciate that you carve out time from your schedule to come to yeah. us, and you're not. Right. You don't stay at your house and demand no. that we come see you. Right. you I don't have you room. You come to us, and, and <laughs> yes, and well, you just fit right into our home life, and yes. we don't have to make a lot of adjustments, and right. you don't ask us to, and and that that's important as a as a young mom who's right. trying to keep to a yes. schedule and all of that. So, yes. um, I appreciate it. I also appreciate that you can laugh at yourself. <laughs> you've always been, to. you've always done that. I have um, to, and you know, not taking yourself so seriously yes. all the time, right. especially as a mom. And you make oh, you yeah. do make mistakes, and I you do. do have to say, yes. "Oh, I was wrong on that, and yeah. I shouldn't have done it that way." Right. And I'll try and do better next time. So, yeah, um, yeah I I appreciate that. That that's been an example for me yes. uh, to laugh at myself and not yes. to take myself so seriously. Yes. All right, before we wrap up, any last thoughts or encouragements that you would like to give to those who um, are listening? Some of you may have already gone through trials and tribulations, and you've come through those with God's help. If you haven't faced that bump in the road yet, it will more than likely come to you sometime. Uh, the Bible doesn't promise us that everything our lives will be all flowers and happiness. But when we come to that bump in the road, remember that God is there with us. He'll always be there with you. Call on Him for your help. Uh, when you face these situations, know that whatever you, you are going through, God has already gone through that. Depend on him. Uh, keep keep him in your. Uh, keep praying for results, uh, for the outcome of whatever situation you're going through. Uh, remember, mothers, that you are the vessel of God for loving, guiding, and preparing your children for whatever will come their way as they grow up and whatever and they'll be able to face whatever comes their way and remember all the things that you imparted to them as they were growing up and they can fall back upon whatever you imparted to them this has just been a great time together with my mom and i appreciate her willingness to i've sprung this on her uh, at the last minute but she <laughs> just handled it gracefully and I thank her for that and you know just a real conversation about motherhood it is a struggle but yet there are there are successes and you can look forward to the to 
looking on the other end of it um, as your children get older and just enjoy where you are now, whatever season of motherhood that you're in. Let me pray for us before we wrap up and um, then we'll, we'll sign off. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for this day. God, I thank you that you saw fit um, to create a role in women called motherhood, that you trust us with the children that you give to us to influence them in a way that would be pleasing to you. God, I pray you'd find us faithful in that role. I thank you for my mother and for how she has um, brought me up um, to honor you and to honor her. And I pray that I would always be found doing your will And I pray that you would bless her and all that she does. And I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining me today for the Let's Be Real podcast. I sure hope you have been encouraged by our talk. Join me next week for another new episode. Meet me right back here then. If you have been blessed by this podcast, please rate us, subscribe, and share with a friend. I would also love to hear from you. You can email me at berealcarmen at gmail.com. Let me know where you are listening from and how I can be praying for you. This is Carmen. Go be real. The world needs to see it.